Hi there, you're listening to Commissioning Conversations, the podcast brought to you by Broadcast Intelligence. Hi everyone, my name is Heather. I'm a media researcher at Broadcast Intelligence's Commissioner Index and joining me today is the Director of Content at S4C, Amanda Reese. So hi Amanda. Hi there, hi Heather. So to kick things off, I just wanted to ask how are things going at S4C and how have you guys been dealing with things for the last few months? Okay, so they're going well. Um, It's been an interesting time for every broadcaster and we're no exception. I think we've learned a lot and I think the key to our learning over the last couple of months has been learning to adapt, um, making quick decisions, communicating uh, with the sector, with each other uh, uh, as much and as effectively as possible. And I think being really clear about what we're asking of people, including our producers to deliver. So clear about what we want, the timeframes that we want it in and and adapt, 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 really. The situation is kind of ever-changing as well, isn't it? And Wales has been slightly different to England and Scotland in how it's coming out of lockdown. So has that been an issue at all? Uh, It's not been an issue. We've just worked around all the government guidelines and worked closely with the government uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, we're practising safely and effectively. So, no, that hasn't been a problem. I suppose the same as every broadcaster, the first thing that happened is that you realised what was going to drop up the schedule very quickly. Um, So sports, um, news and current affairs, drama uh, and soaps really were the first things that we realised were at risk because they're either live or they include a lot of of, of, uh, cast. So in a way we consolidated around those, we prioritised that our news and current affairs and our live daily programmes could go out first and then looked at filling the slots that were left with were dropping out the other genres as well. So that was the first process and then um, once you've done that, you realise what the slots are. So we had two quick fire commissioning rounds in, I think it was May and July. And I think we commissioned around about six or seven million pounds worth of commission during that time. So just to fill our full schedule. We've been really lucky. We've been able to respond quickly. And we've got a symbiotic relationship with the sector as well. We're very close. So they are problems, they're our problems. It's also been a process of not just commissioning on the linear channel but also digitally so we've got lots of digital platforms including Hansh which is our um, sort of 16 to 34 platform across all social media and it's actually allowed us to be really innovative in that space we commissioned a, a short film competition on Hansh which was you know make a horror film in 48 hours which was great and had some fantastic response we've done some pop-up UGC content on our uh, Click, which is our player. And we've also set up a, a digital news provision, which reports on the daily statistics around COVID in Wales, because there was a real need for that, um, especially for the region of Welsh. So it's been a great learning curve, to be honest. Um, and it's really made us realise that you can be inventive in these circumstances as well as be reactive. Definitely, yeah. So do you think these digital programmes are going to be something that you focus on even more going forward? I think so. I think what what it's reminded us of is that there's lots of content that people are creating out there and it's good. And I think one thing that we're keen to do over the next you know few years is to really build stronger partnerships uh, with both the sector but also people who are just making content generally. And that's not just UGC but but other 
associations, uh, cultural associations, um, you know, individuals, groups, theatre groups, anybody who's making content, really. There's a lot of really good stuff out there. And it's, it's made us realise that there are places you can go for content which does not have to be directly commissioned, but it can be curated by us. And most recently, you guys managed to commission a 10-strong slate of popular factual programming. We did. We did. Um, it's be, Like I said, when we announced our quickfire commissioning rounds, we were asking a lot of the sector. We were asking them to come up with great ideas that could be filmed do, safely during COVID and which also could deliver quickly. Um, and to be honest, we were amazed by the response. We were... We were I wouldn't say overwhelmed, but the commissioning process that we set up was specifically asking people to pitch to us in a very succinct way, concise and purposeful, with a very clear USP, and that really worked. So that enabled us to commission very quickly, and formative factual and popular factual has worked really well, because as well as making sure that we reflect what's happening um, in the news and current affairs, we're also a public service broadcaster that has a duty to reflect Wales back to itself and almost think about our content as a bit of a time capsule. And mm. even the darkest of times, you know, we, we laugh as well as cry and, and there's, there's lots of fun to be had. So our popular, popular factual stuff enabled us to do that, both in the short term and across the next year or so. So one of the things that we've commissioned is a very simple format called Skorstan Thoi, which is a chat under the stars and it involves one of our you know um most uh, lively iconic vivacious presenters going out and just meeting people and having a chat in their garden round a fire and it's incredible how that atmosphere creates an opportunity to have conversations that you wouldn't normally have and it's been incredibly popular and some of the most popular popular factual stuff has actually come from a hybrid of entertainment and factual so we've got a rig series following a school which went out just before covid a school in north Wales called, called my sinclair which because we had the relationships and had the rig in we were then able to go back to the school when it restarted and when it reopened and capture what it was like for those teachers and children to go back to school for the first couple of days and it's it's one of the, I think, one of the things I'm most proud of that we did during this period because you get COVID through children's eyes and the joy at those children seeing each other again for the first time after months of being apart and the joy of them seeing their teachers and also all the difficulties of having to teach when, whilst getting children to social distance. So that was really lovely. We've got them more formatted factual that's had to adapt. So Priodas Pimil, which is Wedding for 5,000, is one of our best formative factual series or entertainment series which involves people marrying for five thousand pounds and family and friends getting involved and we were able to do that in lockdown so we had a marriage during lockdown or at least a blessing during lockdown with two people essentially getting married in their flat um so yeah we've been able to adapt and also there are some series that have naturally lent themselves to being commissioned during this time there's a, a walking series called Andrew, which means go for a walk i suppose i'm very excited about that one <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what my, my parents are as well? They're big walkers. Um, probably inspired by my parents. No, I'm joking. Um, it's 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 a competition format basically where people compete to take other people on the best walk in Wales. And you know you're rated on food, on the scenery, on the walk, on the conversation, on the information. And it's great. And it's coming back for a second and third series actually, which is perfect to be filmed during COVID. 
Great. So um, will you be looking to carry on commissioning these kinds of programmes going forward? Yes, absolutely. They're a cornerstone of our schedule in lots of ways. We've recently moved our news from nine o'clock to half past seven, which has opened up a nine o'clock slot for us to place these programmes in, to place these sort of um, formative factual series in. And that's been really useful because nine o'clock is the time when you sit down and you want to watch something. Maybe there's not just information that takes you to somewhere a little warmer, a little more uh, entertaining so yes we absolutely will because we've got those slots to fill and also they are returners and those are the cornerstones of every broadcaster's schedule of courses returners that deliver absolutely and then in the other genres that are available to you what kind of content will you be looking for going forward under the brand SLC originals which we launched last year which seems like years ago now but we launched last year in in um Mipcom. under that brand we are looking for feature docs we're looking for ones that can make an impact internationally, that can take the SOC original name to, to cinemas as well as uh, television screens. We are looking for crime docs. Uh, we've got three or four in the pipeline, which I think two of which are being co-produced and the other two of which are going to be distributed outside of Wales as well. So we're absolutely looking in that sphere for those cut through, you know, Docs that stand out and make a noise. Drama, of course, is an area that we're looking to both co-produce and commission wholly in. Drama is an interesting one because clearly it's, it's been a tough, tough time for drama producers and we're not out of the woods yet. But we just resumed filming on Keeping Faith, which had to stop filming just as the, as the pandemic hit. And that's going well. And we'd really be excited that hopefully we'd be able to bring Keeping Faith back to the screen before Christmas. In Boromelchen in Welsh, of course. Uh, that'll be the third series. We've got a couple of other dramas that are waiting to resume, that are wait, just waiting for the green light. Uh, similarly, our soaps. Um, but in drama, I think that's a big area that, having, having had a bit of a hiatus, we need to re-energise and, and, um, and prioritise over the next couple of months. Um, similarly, children's, children's programmes, during this time have been another cornerstone of our schedule and of course in a very tiny manner last year the YAC fund was uh, formed um, which is the fund set up by the government to to encourage uh, public service broadcasting content for children we, we've been really successful in our pitches to that fund along with the uh, producer so I think 25% of the YAC fund has flown to Wales and quite a big chunk of that has come to Wales which is fantastic because it gives great value on screen. I think we've got six projects that have been commissioned, two of which are dramas for 13 to 16 year olds because strategically we're targeting them as the audience that has been hard to reach. We've got four other projects, two of which are co-pros, one with Channel 5 and one with our sister and brother broadcasters in Ireland and Scotland, so Lucy Alba and TG Kappa. So yes, that's been a brilliant example of other content that has really delivered during this time. Brilliant. Well, just touching on what you were saying about co-productions and co-commissions as well. What are you looking for when you're pitched ideas or when you go out and look for ideas that you could do working with multiple companies as well as broadcasters? When it, if I start with drama, because drama kind of sums it up really, I suppose. Um, it has to feel Welsh. And what I mean by that is, yes, of course, our factual content is, is filmed almost exclusively in Wales. Not wholly, but almost exclusively. Dramas are filmed in Wales, but they sell internationally. But, but 
the reason they sell internationally, I think, is because they are quintessentially see the world from a slightly different perspective. So they're quintessentially Welsh. It's not just about the location, it's about the tonality. It's, it's understanding the voice that, that with which Welsh people speak. And I don't mean language, I mean just how we see the world. It is slightly different. And, and I think that's what's at the core of it all, is getting that tonality and that vision of the world, that the perspective on the world, right, and to feel authentic. So authenticity has to, um, has to be the driving force, because I think that's what the USP of the SOC original brand is, uh, and our dramas. I think we have a tradition of having very strong female leads in our dramas as well, uh, which we're really proud of. We're always also looking to improve diversity and inclusion uh, in our dramas. So anything that challenges our preconceptions of who we are and what we are is, is really good. And ultimately, the storytelling in drama and everything else has to be, for me, the absolute selling point. It's story, story, story. How does it evolve? How do we follow it in the moment? And how do we engage people with following that story right through to the end and of course talent so you know an idea is only as good as its execution and we often develop an idea with key talent because the key talent we know can deliver um, so we'll work with producers to develop what we think is a really good proposition around key talent whether it's writing talent or acting talent or whatever is there uh, any dream dream talent that you'd love to come knocking on your door <laughs> oh there is but there's just too many to mention of course absolutely so I suppose my final question is just is there any advice that you would give to production companies at the moment obviously it's still even though we might be easing out of things slightly it's still quite a quite a tricky time gosh any advice do you know what I don't think I'm the best placed person to give advice to the production <laughs> companies because they're the ones that have been out there doing it and not me so I'm sure that they could offer me some advice I suppose in terms of working with S4C, the advice would be we have more commissioning yet to do. We are going to be hopefully announcing another commissioning round soon. And, and so, you know, the door is absolutely open to co-pros. It's absolutely open to people who have got brilliant ideas and who get the way it has to see the world from a Welsh perspective. And I think rather than advice, I just, I just want to thank them, to be perfectly honest, for being mm. truly, truly outstanding the way that they've delivered to us. They have, surprised is the wrong word, because we always knew that they were capable of it, but they have, um, they have just proved themselves to be excellent suppliers and resilient and creative. Well, I think that's a really, a really nice way to end things. So thank you very much for joining me, Amanda. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to Commissioning Conversations. We'll be back next week with more, so don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Podbeam or YouTube. In the meantime, the latest commission briefs can be found on broadcastintel.com.